there's going to be an anointing. There's an anointing on this message today. Uh, I was in the back, and the Holy Spirit, uh, we're, we're going to be talking about a life in the new. A life in the new. And so uh, it's, a good, it's, a, it's an amazing word, but before we get to a life in the new, we're going to have to understand some things. Some of you have been dealing with health issues from the past, and they've carried over into the present. Okay, so this is what I want to speak to you right now, is what the Holy Spirit said. He said, the murderer of the Christian life, the murderer of the believer's life is the old. Those things that are connected uh, to the old uh, carry disease. Those things that are connected to the old, they carry lies and they carry uh, uncertainty. And, and, and so I also want to say Isaiah 43, 18. Isaiah 43, 18 says, do not remember the former things or ponder the things of the past. This is not a suggestion. This is actually a command. Okay, and so here's the Lord part of our relationship with the Son of God. He's our Savior, done, he's completed that, but he's, now he's commanding us to do something. And that command is, he's saying to you, do not remember the former things. You're going to have to pack up that bag, and you're going to have to go to a new place. And where you're going, you can't take that bag with you. Because that bag is holding you back. And there's three areas in your life right now that, that, are, that are holding you back. That's human nature, that's the world, and that's the evil in the world. Those three things, you're going to have to deal with that. The human nature part is our flesh. The, the world is our, is, is the, could be the weakness, the idolatry could be those things in the world. could be my career, my lust for my career, uh, perversion, and then there's evil. And then there's, these are the designs that, that, that this world has for us. Remember, this is a fallen world. God created it perfect, but it is fallen. And we can't work with the world. We cannot, we have to, you know, we're going to flow through it, of course, but, but we, we have to make a decision. If that decision is, I'm going to be, I'm going to uh, uh, get into an alliance or an allegiance with the world, then you're still dragging stuff around. And he wants to heal you today. And, and in order for you to be healed, you're going to have to cut yourself from the old. That means stop thinking the way you've been thinking. That's going to be the biggest problem. The biggest, that's the biggest thing that's in the way. That's the murderer of the Christian because it attacks faith. And he just wants me to speak this Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 and 11. Put on the full armor. You, you have to put on the full armor because if you don't put on the full armor, if you're, if you are, you will be healed. But if you don't put on the full armor or if you put on the full armor with religion, then that's, that's going to prevent you from receiving whatever God has for you. It has to be pure. God wants you to put that armor on every single day. You are never too busy to not put that armor on. And if you go outside that door and, 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 and you get hit by something spiritual, please don't be shocked. Because he's giving you the warning in Ephesians 6, 10, and 11. He's saying, put on the, for, put on the full armor of God so that you can figure out those things, those wiles of the devil. Okay, And he's being very specific. And actually, devil also uh, breaks out into another, another is a fiend. In, in the Greek, it, it translates into fiend. Okay, And that simply means these are spiritual encounters that can be spoken through people. They can be spoken through our brothers and sisters and family members. They can be spoken by other, by a pastor, or but you have to look at what God is, is calling you. He's, he's wrapped his arms around you in this new life. 
And that new life has nothing to do with illness and with sickness. Okay, yes, we have weak flesh, but God is God. And God said this. And if this is what he says, don't let your eyes tell you otherwise. And don't let your ears tell you otherwise. Because what will come in will not be part of the new life. It's the old life. There he is again. There's Rick again dealing with the stress and he's still dealing with stress and all these different things. And you get sick. Oh, I, I wonder if I'm healed. I know well, God said I'm healed, but I'm, I don't see that I'm healed. I guess I'm not healed. Let me keep doing the things so, so that no, uh -uh. either his word is true or it's not. Uh, I think it is. That's that's my vote. That's I'm casting my vote for his word is is true. So that means I'm going to stand from that place from truth, truth. And that truth is yours. It belongs to you. You said, Jesus, you're my Savior. You're my Lord. That means that is yours. And if, it, if, it's, if, it's, if you don't see it, okay, don't look for it. You have to know it. So today I'm making this declaration right now. Whether you're in-house here or whether anywhere in the world, you are being healed right now by the blood of Jesus coming into your life, just remembering once again what he did for you, but now you're going to be remembering it in a brand new way. Remember, separate yourself from the way you used to think. Separate yourself from the way your faith used to be, because that has nothing to do with today. Okay, if, if maybe we just got to go to that, we all have this, uh, uh, this chalkboard. It follows us wherever we go. Okay, and we have all these things that we write on this chalkboard. Okay, and, and we don't want anybody to erase it because these are the things that we, we remember. But some of those things are no good. They were good 10 years ago. They were good a couple weeks ago. But we have a fresh, we have a fresh life. It's, it's a, a life in the new. God wants you to have new. He doesn't want you to have a regurgitated life or a regurgitated prayer life or a religious prayer life. He, he brought something new to us. And that new is freedom. We have freedom. We have freedom in the, because of the blood of Jesus. We have freedom because of the resurrection. We have freedom because of the name. Just his name alone gives us freedom. I want to take you to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. We're going to talk about a life in the new. Okay, sometimes, Pastor Rick, I'm so busy. I'm going here. I'm going there. The lines that I'm in are long. The traffic that I'm in just is relentless. I've got all these things on my mind and nothing is happening in my life. Or my answer is not here yet. But I got to tell you something. That's an old pattern. That's an old pattern. That's been there, done that. I can't, and you hear me say this often because I, I, we have to look at scripture as if scripture is alive. Well, wait a minute. It is alive and it's living and it's active. Okay. But that active part is the scary part. Because I know it's alive and I know it's living, but is it active in my life? We're going to see some scriptures here that are going to say, are going to ask, I want you to ask yourself this question. Is it active in your life? If it's active in your life, everywhere you go, you should always know you are in charge. Automatically. Everywhere you go, you command the circumstances because of who you are and the activity of the word in you. If you walk into a place and you are fearful, then that's because the word is no longer active in you. It's active, but for some reason, it's not active in you. So what we're looking at is we have to remind ourselves 
by putting on the armor every single day that God is alive. His word is alive and it is living. If I'm reading scripture, if I'm reciting scripture and all I'm getting is the echo in an empty room, it means nothing to me. But this is the, this is the prayer that I prayed when, when I was sick in 1993 and I got healed. And I say the same prayer, but that's not the same prayer that maybe he wants you to say today because he's got an, a, 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 he wants you to leave him in your life in an active way. When he's in your life active, you're going to see some healings. You're going to see some things that just are amazing. But in order to do that, you're going to have to receive him in that, in that way that nothing is going to shake your faith because you're living a brand new life. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... That is grafted and joined to him by faith in him as Savior. He is a new creature. By the definition of in Greek, new creature, new creation simply means the world doesn't know what to do with you. You are so odd to the world that it looks at you and the people around you and your life, and it doesn't. It, it, it either comes at you with angry people, uh, it comes at you with uh, situations, but it simply means you are such a foreign-looking thing spiritually that it doesn't know where to categorize you. It can categorize everyone else as unbelievers, or these are uh, idolaters, or these are the, the perversion, the, the lovers of themselves in, in, these, in these days, okay? But it doesn't know what to do with you because you know who you are. And that's a new life. If, 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 you, if you don't see yourself as that, you have to see yourself as something different now. I look at myself in the mirror and I say, okay, same old me, but I look at myself deeper and I go, I don't even know what I look like anymore. Because it is, I am so foreign to myself as I was before. And every day we walk further and further and further away from that thing if the word is alive and active. If the word is only alive, okay, and there's no activity in, in me, then I'm going to be walking in doubt. I'm going to walk into some rough places, some rough patches. If anyone is in Christ, that means grafted in. So you have been brought in, and now you are part of what the, the, the plan of God from the very beginning. And he says, you have been reborn. This is how he defines new creature. Reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit. When you have been renewed by the Holy Spirit, you know that today is different than it was ever before. When you truly have received, I know people that say, oh, I have the Holy Spirit, but their life is all chaos. I'm like, okay, how does night, what does light have to do with darkness? That means there's no activity. Okay, it's not active. The Holy Spirit's not active, or I'm suppressing the Holy Spirit, which I can do by staying separated and divorced from the Word. I'm too busy. I don't have time for this right now. I've got too much to do. So that means now I'm struggling with this activity in my life. I want Him to be active in my life. I'm going to have to go and embrace Him. I'm going to have to pull Him in, because what's going to happen is the world is trying to pull Him away. I need to be reborn and renewed by the Holy Spirit, Interesting uh, revelation. Uh, before the Holy Spirit, we were ignorant. I thought I knew everything, but before the Holy Spirit, I am ignorant. So if there are people who have not received the Holy Spirit, they don't know what they're talking about. They're only reciting what they've learned. There's no revelation without the presence of the Holy Spirit. If I don't have the Holy Spirit, I am incomplete. 
I may love God. I can only point to him. I don't understand him. There's no way I can understand it because the revelator, that, that, that uh, part of the Godhead who comes in and he brings that revelation of Jesus Christ into my life. So that way I become, that, that becomes active in me. So I can stand in the storm. I can stand the fight. I can stand the pressure. I can stand. And on top of that, I can help you too. I'm no good to you if I'm falling apart every time something just, every, every time something gets a little tough. Man, I know people that got stuff on their plate that would shock you. And they're walking around it like, okay, God's in control. I may not understand it. I may not know where we're going, but I got to tell you something. I've been renewed by the power of the Holy Spirit. I know where I'm going. I just don't know what's happening. That's okay. You don't need the answer every step of the way. That's why faith is so important. That's why in these, in these days right now, faith is so critical. God, th life through this social and political chaos and garbage that's out there right now, this is the time right now. The goats and the sheep are being separated. Some of those that thought they were sheep are really goats in, because they're, they're not... I just love the activity. When the word is active, the word is active, living and active. When it's active in your life, you know that you're a sheep. You know that God's got your back. You know that it might get a little hot in the furnace, but you're still a sheep. The goats, they're they're running to the, they're running over here. Oh, just give me a little, give me a little bit of feel good. I need some feel good, something to make me feel good when I go out. And then all of a sudden that first evil day comes, or the evil day comes, that day of trial, tribulation, calamity, or tragedy, and then there it is. That person crumbles because the house that was built was built on sand. There was no activity of the Holy Spirit, a lot of blah, 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 a lot of words, a lot of traditional things, you know, and nothing is, when God builds that house, I am going to tell you, you could have a 10.9, and nothing is going to knock that down. Your faith is going to, it's, it's rock solid. Because the word is alive and it is active. It's not stagnant in you. And when the word is active, it's fresh. It's like a river. It doesn't get, it doesn't get stagnant. It, it's always fresh and it's moving and it's moving and it's taking its payload to different places. And this is what God is doing with you. Old things have to be separated from what God is doing now or else I'm never going to be able to see the new life. What is the new life that God is bringing me? Some pieces of revelation the Holy Spirit gave me was, all things, the word says, all things, they have no value. They have all passed away. New things have great value, and they bring new life. There is no life in the old. Okay. Here comes testimony. Testimonies are, are, are powerful. Because the, the, the word says, by the, by the word of their testimony, by the blood and the word together, without the blood, there's no testimony. It's just this is something that's happened. But because Jesus shed the blood and you have a testimony from that, you put that together. But sometimes people spend a lot of time talking about the evil stuff that happened to them versus the glory that God raised up from that testimony. Okay, what is God doing in, in your life today? It can't, it, 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 you cannot be consumed by problems. 24-7. There's got to be some gladness, some joy somewhere in your life. Even if you got to stop and just look, why is it always death? 
Sometimes people speak more death. We're going to look at the scripture here. The Holy Spirit said we have to stop speaking death. We have to start speaking life. We, everything right now in social media and the political, everything is death. There is no, there's no goodness in, into that. That's why I cover my eyes. It's kind of hard to, but you cover your eyes. Because I don't keep reading these things over and over again and see the lunacy of man or the chaos of man. And then you get sucked up into that vortex. And the next thing you, uh, oh, no, no, Lord, where's he at? I, I, I need your word. I, I've got I've to protect my ear gates. I've got to protect my eye gates so that that way I am, I am sealed. I'm sealed. I've, I've got this, this thing around me, okay? And it's, I am not letting anything in. I'm not letting anyone in. I'm not letting any foul word, foul response, foul tweet, or whatever it happens to be separate me from where I'm supposed to be. That's the old. That old, that's what, that's what the world speaks. It loves old. It wants to drag you and keep you in the old so that you cannot travel into that new place. If, you're, if you can't get to the new place, you will never enter the promised land. How can we? We don't know how to get there because we're so busy dragging along things that have garbage on them, the way I used to think, my plans for my life, all these different things that people pour into me, uh, or maybe I pour into myself, uh, uh, flesh desires, whatever it happens to be. Those old things have nothing to do with today. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24, he says, put on the new self. Okay, now, you've heard me say this before, but I'm saying this again. Put on the new self. That means you're going to have to do it. He didn't say, I'll put on the new self for you. Here, come over here, come into my presence, and I'll put it on. No, no. You have to put it on. That means, ugh, you know, you're going to have to try it on. It's probably not going to feel too comfortable, but it's a new self. It's something that you're going to have to engage God with. He wants you to engage him now in this new season, not as your former self, but as your new self. The former self can't be taught anymore. The former self is ignorant. It is self-righteous. It is prideful. It is angry. It's greedy. It's perverted. It's nothing of what the new self is today. And in the new this new thing that God is doing, this fresh thing that God is doing, that is where he's going to, he, it's you he's going to take into the promise, not into that place and plan. Pastor, I've been waiting for so long. That's okay, keep waiting. Stop, stop, stop doing this. What time is it? Why does God take? God's a little late today. No, his plan is perfect. His plan is perfect, just the way it is. And in that, just the way it is, put on the new self. And what is the new self? It's that regenerated, and here it is, renewed nature. Regenerated. If I am not regenerated or renewed, that means Pastor Rick is still dealing with himself. No. I've been regenerated and renewed. That means you are changed. You have to be changed. God doesn't want you the way he found you. He wants you that when you are, he uses us more in this regenerated state, always increasing. God is a God of increase. He is not a God of decrease unless I've been disobedient. You know, that, that, that hand, take, take the hand off of, off of us. We've all had that at one point or another. Okay. I don't preach what I don't have not encountered. Okay. He's, he's taught me tithing and offering are the subjects that are painful but I got to tell you something, been there, done that. I saw what he took, what, what, what I was keeping from him back in the day. 
and then when all of it shifted and you put it right back where it's supposed to be, then what happens, and remember, it's all based on your heart. If you're going to follow the counsel of this, because it's all part of being regenerated. Remember, old thoughts got to go away. Old teachings, old understandings, old fears have to go away so that the newness can come in. When the newness comes in, that means that you have been, you are, are being regenerated. You are being renewed. You are changing daily, hourly, minute by minute. Created in God's image, God-like in the righteousness and holiness of the truth, living in a way that expresses to God, not to me. No, you're living in a way that expresses to God. So every day you get up, after you've been, and you're being regenerated, Every single day, because remember, we're headed towards this new life. Something new is coming. He doesn't want you in the old place. He wants you in the new place. Just so that you know, he doesn't just take you to the new place so you can say you've been to the new place. He takes you to the new place so you can perform some miracles. Okay, because if I'm in the new place and I'm just not really doing anything, then I get what's the difference between today and yesterday. No, greater things shall you do in his name. So that means that you're going to have to expect something. When you come... When you come to church, there should be an excitement. When you come to worship, there should be an excitement because God's regenerating me right now. Even right now, as you're listening to the word, you're being regenerated and you're being renewed. The spirit, your, your spirit is being regenerated and renewed by the Holy Spirit in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. Maybe I missed something, okay? That means that every day, not just when I say, glory, hallelujah, thank you, when I get up in the morning with my cup of coffee and my oatmeal and my toast, okay, and, and God, thank you for my life. No, thank you for saving No, that's not what this is about. This is a, a show. In other words, you're, you're living your life as an example that God has done something new in your life, and you're living that because others are looking at you. They're also listening to the words of death that we speak or the words of life that we're speaking. He wants us to be thankful uh, so that we can bring him, the, give him the glory. I don't have to say, okay, God, I was having this discussion with the Holy Spirit. He was just bringing me, actually, I didn't even ask him a question. He just brought this, this revelation up to me. He says, you know, uh, you, you, when people say, oh, you know, uh, we, we bring you glory or we give you glory. Well, we don't give God glory. We, we can't, we're not in possession of something to give God glory. But what we are in possession of is our life. Huh. Life. Living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. When I live a certain way, when I have been regenerated and renewed, and I'm walking this sanctified walk, that is glorifying the Father. That is glorifying God. I don't have to, I can't give him just words. I have to, I'm giving him something by my example. In other words, I love him so much, I'm willing to shift my life. And every day that's, I take a step, or every time I move in that direction, living that regenerated and renewed life, that is giving God glory. When you're worshiping and you're praising God, the highest of your lungs can go. You are giving God glory through the action of that. And that is new. That's a brand new place to, that, that you've never stood there before. And that's an exciting place to be because the old man didn't never wanted to be there. The flesh never wanted to be there. The flesh wanted to be outside, clubbing, doing whatever it, the flesh does. Romans chapter 6. 
verse 6, we know that our old self, our, or our old human nature, is without the Holy Spirit. So, the new me, the new, newly regenerated, has to have Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is an integral part of this, of this movement forward. No Holy Spirit, you're not moving forward, you're walking forward. I want to be moved forward by the power of the Holy Spirit because on my own measure, on my own merit, I'm going to get lost. I will always be confused. I won't know where I'm at. I will always be waiting and Holy Spirit brings what you do not have and that's revelation. Without revelation, we can't move forward and I cannot get to that new life. But when Holy Spirit is truly operational in our life, everything changes. I remember receiving the Holy Spirit. I, I, I didn't ask to receive the Holy Spirit. Maybe my heart did and I just didn't hear myself. But in receiving the Holy Spirit, it was such a coll collision. It was a collision of, of, the, of the day and the night. It was an explosion of, of explosions. It was as if something just was ripped away to make room for something. And all I could say was, what the heck was that? I didn't have any other words. I didn't know, what was that? And at the very end of things, it wasn't what was that, it was who was that? Mm -hmm. Because when he came and we collided, or he collided, or I tripped, or whatever you wanna describe it in this, in this place, that is a life-altering, life-changing, a directional moment that never allows you to stop. It is a singularly, it is the most powerful moment in our new life is when we receive the, the Holy Spirit and everything that he brings along with himself. Colossians chapter 3 verses 2 and 3 says this. Set your mind and keep focused habitually on the things above the heavenly things. So, as I was reading this, and you can read this later, this is a, a verses 2 and 3, Colossians chapter 3. But a couple pieces of revelation came out of this. Uh, number one, speak life, not death, or defeat. I don't know an athlete that says, well, you know, I'm going to practice all this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work out so that I can become nice and strong and fast. But I don't know why I'm doing this, because I'm probably going to lose anyway. I don't know anybody that does that. I, I don't know anybody that says, well, you know, I'm going I'm to take my money. I'm going to put it in the bank, and I hope they give me some interest. Oh, come on. We have to, let's just talk here. Let's just talk real stuff here. What we talk about is we say, okay, Lord, I'm going to win. I'm going to win. I'm going to take because it's mine. You're my father. You're giving me everything. I am taking what you're giving me. I'm not going to walk past it. I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to pass by it. I'm going to grab what's mine. And when I do, what you're doing is you're, you're speaking life. You're speaking no more, no more death. Let's stop talking about death. Well, I'm sick right now and I'm getting sicker. That's death. I know people that are real sick right now. And what, this is what they say. Uh, God's got this. I don't feel good, but God has got this. That's okay. Because what you're speaking is any moment you're going to be healed. Any moment you're going to rise up and you're going to say, wow, I am in a new life. And the new requires you to co-labor by continuing. You're going to have to continue uh, in, in this resurrection to a new life. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 says this, therefore, if you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing in his resurrection from the dead, keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is, 
seated at the right hand of God. A couple pieces of revelation. You have been resurrected to a new life. Not to the same old, same old. Unless you want the same old, same old. Then that simply means that there's no activity there. God wants, he wants to be active in your life. And then finally, the new requires you to co-labor by continuing. You're going to have to keep moving. You're going to have to keep pressing forward. God has so much for you right now in this season. It, this is an amazing season, but this is also turbulent. This is turbulent. Some of you that are pilots in here, you know what turbulence is. Nobody loves turbulence, but you go through it, or you sometimes you learn how to avoid it, go over or under, whatever, but nobody likes that. But you learn from that place. One final scripture, Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19. Remember, we're still talking a life in the new. And I will give them one heart, a new heart. And put on a new spirit within them. I will take from them the heart of stone, and I will give them the heart of flesh that is responsive to my touch. Love the Amplified. He gives us a new heart, He gives us a new spirit, and, and takes from us those things that cause us to not be responsive to him. When he comes, he wants you to be responsive to him. When he speaks, he wants you to be responsive to him. A life in the new gives you a new heart and a new spirit, and a life in the new is responsive to God. God is taking you into a new life. Leave your old things behind, your old habits behind your old processes behind, your old ways of thinking. Leave it all behind. Let God show you a new way because he wants to take you in your life. He wants to make it 